This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where you learn how to invest in real estate 365 days a year. I'm your host, Tyler. The following article comes from the blog at biggerpockets.com, but we're bringing you the audio version because you can't read the blog when you're commuting to work or getting your Airbnb ready for your next guest. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. How to Renovate a House, Whether You're Renting, Flipping, or Moving In by Ken Corsini Whether you're just diving into the world of fixer-uppers or plan to rehab a run-down old home for your own personal use, a whole home renovation can be a daunting prospect. Permits, demolition, and what comes first, paint or flooring or windows. Plus, if you're working in a rougher area, you'll need to take precautions against theft and vandalism. Many new or aspiring investors, plus homeowners who may not even realize they're real estate investors yet, could benefit from a simple rehab plan of action. Here is a very basic strategy for assessing and executing the renovation of a property to live in, flip, or rent. Number one, secure the property. The first order of business, securing the house. That means new locks throughout and paying attention to any other methods of ingress. Ingress means Entrance. In other words, are there obvious ways a thief or vandal could access the property, such as through a window? Start by either personally changing the locks or calling a locksmith. In some cases, you may need to board up or block off insecure windows and doors until you can change them out. If you do not take the time to check and double-check the home security, then vandalism, such as physical damage or theft of fixtures, appliances, or even AC units, 
could leave you with far more work than you had originally intended. Contact your utility company immediately. Get the electricity turned on and leave exterior lighting on at the property after replacing any dead bulbs or floodlights. No exterior lighting? Prioritize this purchase. You may also consider leaving a light or two on in the interior to make it look like someone is there. Consider putting up fabric or sheets of butcher paper over the windows to prevent passers-by from being able to see what you're doing. Keeping the outside world from peering in discourages vandals or thieves from breaking in. You don't want brand new light fixtures to go missing. Working with local authorities. If you're worried about theft or vandalism, consider contacting the local authorities. Tell them that you've purchased the property and are currently renovating. Ask them if they could have police patrols on the lookout when in the neighborhood. They will likely be very happy that you are renovating a property in the neighborhood and will be fine with keeping an eye on things for you. Number two, create a home remodel game plan. Start with a list of problems, intended renovations, and any other minor to-dos that need completion before moving in, renting, or selling the property. Then, create a logical order of attack, starting with major systems, such as the roof, electrical, HVAC, and plumbing. Next, tackle floor plan changes. If your floor plan or layout changes would affect the major systems, it may be best to do the work simultaneously. Cosmetic items like paint or new lighting should come last. Having a scheduled game plan that makes sense is always a good idea before starting the rehab. Take some time to consider the property and what needs to be done. Make a list. Here are some of the items that you should be looking at. Mailbox, landscaping and hardscaping, including retaining walls, windows, roof, fencing, siding, chimney, retaining walls, exterior lighting, patios or decking, pool, irrigation, gutters, paint and trim, garage door, exterior door, flooring, baseboards, ceiling, etc. This list may be overkill for many homes. Still, review each and every item so that you don't miss anything. Think about layout and budget. Sit down and think about what your plans are. Be general at first. Do you want to move walls? Install a new bath? Does the kitchen need updating? As you lay out your rehab project, it will begin to take shape helping you firm up your budget estimates. If you're planning a major room remodel, like a kitchen addition or a master bathroom renovation, make sure to list to-dos for each element and price out how much they'll cost. Consider budget while you're planning out your strategy. Hopefully, you've already considered potential costs, but if not, it's time to call contractors for quotes on every line item. Many investors hire a general contractor to manage the entire remodel, while that can add to the budget, it also removes a significant burden from your shoulders, especially if you're not DIY inclined. Whatever budget number you end up with, make sure to add extra for emergencies and surprises. We recommend 10 or 15%. This ensures your entire plan won't be thrown off course if opening the walls reveals major trouble. What if I don't know what work is needed? If you're staring at a home and all you think is, Wow, it really needs a lot of work. It's time to call in the pros. Hopefully you had an inspection done during the closing process. If not, have one done now. That report will provide a great starting point. By reviewing the inspector's comments, you'll know if the roof is solid, if the ceilings or drywall have evidence of mold or moisture, or 
if there are any other major problems that affect the whole house. Next, consider bringing in an architect, contractor, engineer, and, if it interests you, an interior designer. They'll be essential partners for your renovation project, especially if you plan to remove any existing walls. That's typically not a DIY project. If the wall is load-bearing, you'll need an engineer's eyes, and you'll likely need to install heavy beams to ensure the roof doesn't come crashing down. For every project on the list we made, get two contractor quotes. The goal is to try and establish an apples-to-apples bid. If this is your first flip or renovation, it may be hard to find a contractor. Keep calling. A special note on windows and doors. Take a really good look at the current condition of all of the windows and doors on the property. Ordering replacements may require waiting a number of weeks or more for delivery. Getting that taken care of right away will keep your renovation timeline and budget on track. Number three, decide on yes, no's, or maybe. At this point, you need to start narrowing the comprehensive bid sheet down. There should be two main factors, the budget and the economics of the deal. What makes sense for your end goal, whether it be rent, sell, or living in the house yourself? What makes sense for the neighborhood? And most importantly, what can you afford? Go through every to-do and label it no, yes, or maybe. After you're done doing this exercise, you need to total up the amounts of the bids for the line items where you put yes and maybe. Does that fit your budget? With allowance for surprises? Then you're set. If not, it's time to keep culling. Number four, remove debris. Before diving into your interior's to-do list, and we get that you're impatient because it's probably massive, take some time to tidy the exterior. Start by removing loose debris in the yard and around the house and pulling any tall weeds. You're not just doing this to please the neighbors. You also want to comply with local codes. The last thing you need are code enforcement citations when you're just getting to know the property. There's no need to do anything further on the exterior right now. Don't worry about major landscaping renovations until you have tackled the interior changes. If the home wasn't empty when you bought it, now is the time to clear everything out. Toss or donate old cabinetry, furniture, or any other debris found inside so you have space to continue construction. Cleanup and demolition can all take place the same day, but demo cannot start until the house is empty. Once the junk is gone, you have a better look at the exact demolition required. Also, be sure to have a plan for junk removal. Don't pile it in the front yard. If the property has a lot of trash and significant demolition work, rent a roll-off trash dumpster that can be dropped off in the morning and picked up that night or the next day. Number 5. Start the Interior Unless you need to deal with some exterior leaks, we recommend starting all of the interior work first. One good reason, you want to utilize your budget on the inside, where people will be living, before tackling curb appeal. While you might have a rough idea of the costs, you never know what you will find in a building until you start the work. This is why it's so important to budget extra for emergencies. Mold, leaking pipes, or rotted framing can easily put a major dent in the budget. Have a contractor meeting. Before you begin, gather your contractors and make sure everyone's on the same page. Review your plans, introduce everyone, and exchange phone numbers. Some of them, after all, will be working together and closely coordinating various aspects of the rehab project. 
Having such a meeting will help remove you from the middleman role. Number six, begin repair work. The next phase of your rehab is locating the major systems that need work. Be sure to hire licensed electricians, plumbers, HVAC contractors, and more to evaluate and make needed repairs to these systems. Once these systems have been fixed and are in working order, your property might be covered in holes. Repairing most major systems requires cutting through walls. How else can you replace a leaky pipe behind the drywall? If you added or removed walls, you likely also have exposed studs. If you need to add new drywall, make sure to get references for a good drywall person and mutter. These skills can look deceptively simple. Otherwise, you'll want a good handyman to make sheetrock repairs and prepare for paint. Be specific. Your contractors will need to know specifics in order to get the job done. Just saying that the stove will be about here or the bathroom will be over here won't work. Tell them exactly where and how you want things. Draw out what you would like, to scale if possible. It doesn't have to be fancy. A pencil drawing will often do. Have a product list for tile, fixtures, carpet, etc. The more specific you can be on the front end, the better off you will be on the back end. Plus, fewer mistakes will be made throughout the process. Number seven, paint. A new coat of paint always noticeably changes the interior aesthetics, and it's a must-do for any renovation, especially if you're adding or repairing drywall. Once the major systems have been fixed and sheetrock has been installed or mudded, prep the interior for paint. If you are painting kitchen or bathroom cabinets, then be sure that they have been sanded so that a new coat of paint can be correctly and easily applied. Cover everything you don't want painted in plastic or painter's tape. If you are painting the entire interior, then consider working a painting subcontractor into the budget. The time they save will make it well worth the additional cost. For amateurs, a DIY paint job can take significantly longer than expected. Number eight, replace or repair flooring. When deciding which flooring to install in your home or rental, consider cost, durability, and overall appeal. New carpeting always makes a property look nice, but doesn't necessarily stand up over time. If you plan to rent out the home, it might not be the best pick. You may also consider refinishing original hardwoods or even installing durable laminate floors. Look at the current kitchen and bathroom flooring. Does it look old and dirty? Is there broken tile? You're probably better off replacing. New tile or linoleum always adds to the appeal of the property and will likely help you justify top dollar if you're planning to sell or rent. While flooring installation is technically a DIYable task, hiring a professional is generally a good idea. Flooring mistakes are highly visible. Number nine, tackle exterior needs. Once you have completed the interior rehab, take a look at the essentials needed outside. This includes siding, porches, railings, shutters, screens, garage doors, and gutters. If the exterior is in bad shape, you'll want to consider painting. However, if the property is intended as a rental, you can touch up or paint the front of the house exclusively to add curb appeal, but not break your budget. You'll also need to be conscious of any items that may pose a danger to a potential tenant, like broken handrails, falling retaining walls, etc. Be sure to pay careful attention to any items that might become a liability. 
Take some time to make the landscape attractive with pops of color from flowers and a clean look for the yard. Hiring a landscaper may be worth the money. Other things that might seem minor, like a nice mailbox and proper numbering on the building, can improve your home's value. If you can affordably make changes, do so. You could even hire some local high school students for a day of hard outdoor labor to tackle the simple tasks like mulching. These items will make your property feel like home. Following these steps to a quality renovation will help you attract the right tenants, earn more in a sale, or just love the home you live in. That's today's show. We'll see you tomorrow. But in the meantime, check out the Bigger Pockets bookstore at biggerpockets.com slash store. You can learn about flipping, rental properties, negotiating, note investing, burr, and more. Most titles are available as audiobooks too. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in 24 hours or less.